You're going to be able to hear your ice cubes cl- jingle jingle. Ah! <laughs> it's Friday, ladies and gentlemen. Oh you know what that means. God. It means we're drinking on the show. It means we're getting fucking <laughs> poop face. We're going to freaking go wild here. We're going to go wild on a Friday night. And we suggest you guys go wild with us. You're probably listening on a Thursday afternoon. If you're an a real bad vice fan. What would our yeah. fans be called? Idiots. <laughs> yep. Morons, bozos, take your pick ladies and gentlemen. Robin's the nice one. Okay, I'm good the bad talk. cop. <laughs> Except I feel like that's not really the rule the rule rolls. <laughs> It's been a Robin really long Gorian, How's it going? It's bad vice time. It's bad vice time. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Um, We're just jumping right into this. I haven't got myself situated. Situate yourself um, while I talk about uh, something that bothered me this week a lot. Oh my God, please tell mm. me. So as no one knows, um, I take the subway to work every day. <laughs> they do now. I really shouldn't have used ice cubes, but know. we know what the, it'll melt in like an hour. Then I'll have another drink. Um, <laughs> so I take the subway every day and I take it just a bit after rush hour. So I go south and then I go east. And what I've noticed is there's these people who. So let me just set the scene real quick. Um, oh boy, buckle up kids Crowds of people, hundreds, maybe thousands I don't know um, Walking towards uh, the stairs And there's an escalator going up And there's a, a, a motionless staircase Just right next to it Just they call those stairs. stairs Yeah. And the point of it is that If you're going up, you take the escalator Because it gets people up faster, right? Yeah, that logic checks out And gravity, so everyone's supposed to go Down the stairs But you have these assholes who pride themselves on walking up the stairs uh, through crowds of people so you'll have the whole staircase full of people and one person just squeezing their way through every single person take the escalator it's there for that reason you need to prove that you're stronger than me because you're walking up the stairs it's a convenience thing all right oh my god it's it just people can't function all right I'm a perfect human being, and everyone else has flaws. That was a gorgeous monologue. Um, do you have advice for these people? Yeah, get how, the fuck out of my way. How does this have anything to do with bad vice? Well, you were... I don't know. What is bad vice? Bad vice is a podcast where me, Robin, and you, Gorian, spend... I, Robin. <laughs> I, Robot. <laughs> I will Smith. <sighs> you the dog that dies in I robot. No, that's the other one. What's that called? Oh shit, not off to a good start, are we? Let's just read the columns. That's our job. We're not talk radio people. We don't have quirky anecdotes. Can you let me tell the people what this podcast is about cuz they're clearly very confused at they're this waiting. point. They're waiting. The first if this is your first episode, good luck. <laughs> What's up? What is bad vice? It is a podcast mm-hmm. where us Two very good friends mm-hmm. go through the internet, sifting through millions and millions and millions of very questionable advice columns and choosing the best ones and giving our opinions on them. Our opinions. Our opinions. I like that. That was a good one. I think that was the best description yet. Thank you. Uh, it's episode five. No, it's not. 
Is yeah, it, it is. Episode five. No, it's our fifth recording, but I, we're, this is the future, right? We're putting this out. Next Thursday. Two Thursdays. This is episode seven. No, we're, we're doing this is episode five, and this then the following two are going to be with two guests. Okay. So, okay. Okay. So we're not in the future. You really fucked that up early on. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Should we start over? No. <laughs> People like this. I hope so. So Robin's going away for a couple of weeks. Uh, what did you say? Prison? <laughs> yeah, just real quick stint yeah. in a Texas prison. Texas prison. You're going to Arlen? Austin. Austin. And L.A. Okay. And uh, But I'll be back. So we're, we're doing a marathon of Bad Vice recordings this week. Batch recordings. Yeah, so we're doing three in three days. So today's a little solo action. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow we have... Denita, who do we have on? Danita Steinberg. Oh my goodness. Yeah, the very funny Danita Steinberg. And then following that, my friend Lauren Andrews. Lauren who Andrews. equally is funny. Excellent. And just a power pack full of great guests. So. It should be interesting because you've never met Danita and mm-hmm. I've never met Lauren. So it'll be a fun little dynamic explosion. And this is our first time meeting each other. So <laughs> I wild. Wish. Who do you want to go first? Well, I went first last time. So how do you remember this? Baby, it's your turn. Okay. Uh, vamp real quick while I open up these uh, emails. Okay. Um. So as you might know, Gorian is not the most prepared young man so funny how you couldn't even prepare a, a little monologue there while i was getting prepared honestly i'm exhausted by us so i imagine our no one else is let's are, go right into it please. well it's been five minutes and not even in a single advice column we're doing a terrible job this week all right you ready for this one all right again not putting in the title of it because i think it will spoil it but okay. this one is very good and it is from, who is this? Uh, I think this person's Carrie Tennis. Carrie Tennis. Carrie Tennis. That's not a real name. I swear to That's you. That's the advice column person? So the advice column person is Carrie D. Tennis. <laughs> Do you think this is a man or a woman? Um, how is Carrie spelt? Is it C-A-R-E-Y? R- C-A-R-Y. Ooh. Like Kari. I have no idea. It's a man. Is it? How do you know? I looked him up. Oh, okay. He is best known for his work as an advice columnist in his column, Since You Asked, on the website salon.com. And this guy is very funny because uh, he has writing retreats in Tuscany. Wow. So he brings a group of writers where you will be heard, respected, and encouraged. You will emerge energized, motivated, knowing what your story is. Meanwhile eat great local Italian food, walk centuries-old cobblestone streets, and make lasting friendships. Who needs to go to Italy to write? I mean, I would love that. Get inspired here. But, you know, you get away from it all. And, oh, like, my God. The rolling mountains of Tuscany and the wine and the men. and the, Tuscany's oh, yeah. flat. It's, That's where they grow the grapes. Yeah, grapes grow on hills. Mm, i never seen no grapes at the top of Everest. <laughs> All right. Hills. So we got Carrie and we got a great first question. Let's get carried away. All right. I'm a manager in charge of a division at my company. Drew, one of the people I manage, uses a wheelchair. Um, Real quick before we finish this (laughs) off. I know we're one sentence in and I know you guys love it when I just stop right away. But um, (laughs) I noticed something um, that's kind of weird. Um, Did we have a single advice column? written by a man as in the question yeah the improv guy with the bitch wife right 
Other cool. than that, though, I feel it was just the it one, is, right? It is a very female-dominated pastime. Because I feel like men don't think they need, need advice. advice. Well, it's yeah, true. they feel like they know everything. Mm. Well, it's true. Well, you... so I tried to pick specific questions this week that were from men because honestly, I don't think we get enough. So, okay. All right. When first hired, Drew was told to ask if any accommodation was needed. He was never asked for any. Our area is on the first floor of our building. Our building has elevators, and all the doorways are wide enough for his wheelchair. When Drew first began working here, he used public transit. There was a bus stop a few feet away outside our door. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh, shit. I'm not going to leave that in. I'm not going to edit that out so people know what a mess you are. I'm sorry, guys. That was an accident. Now Drew has a car with hand controls, and no one else parks in the space closest to the door. That space is reserved for him. That's nice of them. Mm-hmm. Drew has mentioned being a paraplegic, but to my knowledge, has not elaborated or said anything about how and when it happened. Okay. Do you think people should tell you? I mean, no. We're all thinking it. But like, I mean, people think a lot of things about you when they look at you and they don't ask you. Well, they should. You should never stop asking questions. Neil deGrasse Tyson, did you leave your ringer on? <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> You are horrible this week. I really am. I'm so sorry, everybody. I always feel like when I see someone that I know with like a cast or something, you know, first question. What would you have for lunch? A cast. (laughs) Uh, What would you say? A cast is different than a wheelchair? Yeah. A cast is like having a broken arm Mm -hmm. is like there's probably a cute anecdote. But when you're a paraplegic... You tell me there's no paraplegic cute anecdotes? No, there is nothing cute about becoming... That was a traumatic experience. A baby tiger nibbled my arms off, but he was so cute. Do you know what a paraplegic is? Uh, It's two plegics, isn't it? (laughs) Oh, my God. All right. Drew's work has always been good, and I never had a problem with him or anything he's done. Why I am writing to you. Not long ago, I saw a short film online about people who believe they are disabled but are actually not. Stop. Drew right was now. in it. Drew was in it? He is not a paraplegic and does not need a wheelchair. Shut the front door. In the film, Drew Hold, walks. Shut the fuck up. What? How is it that this guy just watches this random movie and the guy he works with is in it? The world works in mysterious ways. That's crazy. I think that's like winning the lottery in terms of like stuff that happens to you that's interesting. That's oh my God. There's crazy. there's so many levels of crazy to this. Mm-hmm. Right off the bat, the first level of crazy, mm-hmm. pretending you're a paraplegic full time. He has a car with the triggers so he can drive it with his hands. And he sits in that wheelchair all day. And pretends he can't move. But then to top it all off... <laughs> This guy watches this random documentary about people who fake it. Until they make it. And, and Drew has. colleague is in it. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? That's more insane than like finding a porn with a colleague in it. Like that's just. That is. Gangbusters more interesting. Yes. All right, let's go on. Oh my God. I'm all excited about this one. Drew walks and is clear that he is not paralyzed <laughs> and has no actual need for a wheelchair but uses it because he feels as though he was meant to be a paraplegic. It is for sure Drew, and it was recently made. At least one of the other people I manage has also seen it. She discreetly came to my office and mentioned it to me. So he didn't discover it, but someone in the office did and passed it off to him. My jaw is... Agape. Agape. I can't even 
This is a great one. Is there some sort of... Who's that woman that thinks she's black, but she's yeah, not? Yeah, it's like that. There's a he whole wave he of... He should be. What happened? <laughs> what happened? Did he make someone paraplegic? And that's like, he thinks like, oh, I deserve it. What is it? What is it? Well, maybe he was born... He has like a paraplegic brain in a regular person's body. And he just wants to make the switch over. <laughs> oh my God. That is... And is this this is a thing. It's such a thing that they make a documentary about it. Like You, you know what they should do? What? Like poke his leg at work with something sharp. Oh, stab him. What was that, Drew? Uh, did you feel something there, bro? Did you feel me poking your leg with this knife? This is. <laughs> Could you imagine how? Okay. So the thing that isn't funny is that he goes to such this an extreme length that it's kind of sad, isn't it? Well, yeah, and then also like using facilities meant for people with like who actually have. Like taking the parking spot mm-hmm. and, you know, getting like all of that kind of thing where some, maybe someone else in the building might actually need it. Yeah. But. <laughs> but why would he do it? What? Because the whole thing is that he isn't gaining anything from this. You know, I'm sure there's like a little bit of sympathy and stuff. Yeah, because he's not like, ask me what happened. Yeah, right. Like, do you want, he's like just keeping it to himself. Yeah, he's just like, oh, yeah, my name's Drew. I like tennis and I can't walk. So, so that two makes truths and a lie. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Is, is that the end? Oh, no. It was a little bit more. I'm not sure if I can or should do anything. This doesn't affect our work, and Drew has never asked for any accommodation and hasn't tried to defraud anyone of money, gifts, or anything else. He does not constantly mention being paralyzed or the chair and barely speaks about it. I think the lie is abhorrent and awful, but because it's his personal life, I am not even sure if I can do anything. (laughs) I mean, like, we all work with quirky people. Mm Mm-hmm. It's like if, but that's like uh, you know, if someone just wore their shirt backwards all day. Yeah. But they were a great worker. They I never talked about it. I would not bring it up. I, I would mean, be like, we've worked with some curious characters. Yeah. In our time as coworkers, there was that uh, paraplegic who tried to convince everyone he wasn't. <laughs> so a kind of a reverse situation. It's like I'm walking. <laughs> yeah, no, you're not. On the Did floor. not work. Um. This is. Yeah, I. Uh, picked a good one didn't I you did and in terms of giving him advice I mean I just don't know how you don't bring it up like I would have like I'd be staring at him all day and I'd be trying to like get him to slip up well well, here's what I would do I would kind of turn into a game right like try and make him reveal himself that he's not paraplegic make it make him think it's his idea come out of the paraplegic closet so to speak. <laughs> Guys, I have something to tell you. Because oh how do you come back from that lie? And then like there's a there's the day where you all call him out. And then what happens? The next day at 9 a.m. he walks into work. Have you seen the Seinfeld episode about this? Uh, George uses a cane at work and he mixes up his arm. So he has a limb on both sides. So they just give him a wheelchair. <laughs> so kind of a relatable situation in that way almost. Maybe he got the idea from there. But why would he get the car with the with the dials and everything? That's the thing I don't get. Because he believes he should be paralyzed. Um, should he take the steps and like get paralyzed? <laughs> That's a risky game to play. It is. Um, but because his penis probably works where it doesn't work with most probably works better, more confident now. I mean, but that's the thing. Like, 
you're you're not is he doing this just at work is he doing this at home yeah like does he go on dates as a paraplegic i would follow him to where he lives just he's just paraplegic nine to five hmm he's not benefiting so it's so okay let's finish this we have one more paragraph and I can't believe you went first. I'm I'm gonna struggle following up with this. Uh, you. Uh, it's gonna be some dating advice bullshit again, isn't it? <laughs> oh, he's cheating on me. <laughs> I normally would never say anything about the private lives of the people I manage, but Drew comes to work in the chair and uses it full time and doesn't and does mention being paralyzed. I'm concerned the company may look bad if anyone finds out and says something. Is this even something I can talk to Drew about? <laughs> well. Well, here's the problem. Um, the other manager found out, right? And then told him. So now he's obligated to do something. He can't kind of just keep it on the back burner and enjoy this wacky office-like situation. Where, it's like, where Where is the line? Like, where is it like his personal business? And when is it like actually an issue? Well, here's my question. Because he never said how he was paralyzed. He just showed up one day. I think it is an issue because like that woman who... Th- pretended to be black yeah that was fucked up and like you can't do that mm-hmm. you can't just claim to to be that way right okay robin <laughs> i'm digging myself a hole here you gotta like, be who the the person you're born as and if you want to change anything about it you're okay dirt but to like robin. <laughs> okay don't do that <laughs> pick your words carefully robin <laughs> okay what i mean to say is okay He's not hurting anyone. Oh, okay. I thought I turned my phone off. I'm really a hot mess right now. It's been a long week, Gorian. So he just shows up in the wheelchair. He shows up with the car. He doesn't say that he needs any extra privileges. Is it wrong for that these people just assumed he was paralyzed just because he was in a wheelchair all the time at work? (laughs) So he's like, he could do the whole thing where he's like, I never said I was paralyzed. Yeah, right. I'm just tired all the time. You know? It's like, I just hate walking. (laughs) I can kind of see where he's coming from now that you're mentioning this. <laughs> Rolling around everywhere like that. You have strong arms. You think, I was going to say, do you think it's like the mechanical Stephen Hawking-esque ones? Or he's <laughs> no. like rolling himself oh maybe it is though yeah hmm. but like he's throwing all this money at all exactly. of these the extravagant accessories like it. why not why not buy like a quirky hat and be the guy in the office who wears the funny hat did i tell you how i want to buy like a really nice white cowboy hat and just start wearing it but you know what i can't do that because people would give me shit for it they'd say gordon why are you wearing that weird hat take it off i can't do anything to change my look or do something new i gotta be goring all the time it sucks. You are beautiful. Mm, not without that white cowboy hat, I'm not. <laughs> Dear, well, this is sticky. Here's why I ultimately end up. And I'll say up front that I'm a little out of my depth here. So ultimately, I'm going to recommend that you consult with someone who isn't. Wow, first line of this advice call. He's column. like, I don't know what the hell to <laughs> uh, tell you. Talk to your manager. He is the manager. This person's like redirecting like it's a phone call almost. But based on a quick Google search, it seems plausible that Drew does have a medical condition, just a different one than you thought. True. <laughs> that is very true. Ingrown toenail. <laughs> Apparently, there's something called body integrity identity disorder that okay. can cause this. Body integrity identity disorder. B-I-I-D. The bid. The bid. I got a bad case of bid. I got a bad case of the bids this morning. I think I'm just going to roll and work. 
given that it's reasonably likely that there's a mental yes mental health disorder at play here and given that it doesn't sound like it's impacting anyone's work i'd leave it alone Yes, Drew is getting a parking space that he might not be entitled to, but it sounds like that might just be an accommodation for a different condition than the one you thought it was for. That's true. That is true. Oh, so it's a, it's a, a let's not hurt his feelings parking spot. Great. Uh, <laughs> I'll have one of those, please. He's clearly suffering from something pretty intense. Of course, but they should just let it be. I think he should contact the filmmaker. Oh, maybe. And be like, one, how'd you find out about this guy? Yeah. And two, can you tell us what he said? Like, did they interview him in the movie? Like, does he does he talk about it in the movie? Oh, man. Because I imagine, like, it's a documentary, so they interview the subjects typically. Like, could they watch it and get a sense of what he's going through? This is a very niche illness, and I wonder how many people suffer from it. Like, one in a million. I mean, probably. Hmm. Now every time I see someone in a wheelchair Yeah you're gonna just kind of lift their chair up And see if they stumble on their feet Or no, I face won't. plant the ground um, I won't do that I disagree with this advice I definitely think you should talk to him about it Like Mental illness is tough um, But at what point is it like But he's not I guess he's not offending anyone And like it's not affecting his work So it's really none of their business hmm. I guess so and he didn't lie technically to anyone about it. Well, no, I think he did, but... He, he lied by not saying anything? He went into that job interview mm -hmm. in a wheelchair, and he doesn't need one. Do you think they'd be okay if he was like, hey, listen, I have bid. Um, <laughs> is it okay if I just stay in the wheelchair? And they'd be like, oh, yeah, that's fine, you know? I think that's the approach they should do. But it's probably so intense that he really, really doesn't know. Yeah, but they should just be like... But someone did make a movie about him. Yeah, so if I was his manager, I'd be like, all right, team meeting, guys. Um, work How on sales. How find that movie? I'm still Drew hung up on that. Drew can walk, and we're having Timbits. So in the break room, everyone go get some, you know? Yeah. I think they should just let people know because... Bid Awareness Day. Bid Awareness Day. Because I kind of feel like it's unfair that he probably... They say he doesn't get any special treatment, but people probably do treat him differently just because he is in a wheelchair at work a little bit, No. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. Hmm. Hold you... the door for him. And... Yeah, you know, and like... Where I would never hold the door for you. Even if I was in a wheelchair? Even if I had bid? If you suddenly came down with a case of bid, I'd give mm. you a hard time. But that's because we're friends. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, hey, let's keep reading this, uh, this answer. Okay, let's see. Where do we leave off? If other employees ask you about it, you can say something like, I want to respect other people's privacy when it comes to medical issues. But we'll always try to accommodate people based on what they tell us they need if we can. Of course, if you say that, it needs to be true. You can't say that and then turn around and make someone provide reams of medical paperwork to get a chair they can comfortably sit in and so forth. But I do think you need to make your HR team aware of the situation. Not no, we must act on this, but in a, this seems like something you should be aware of in case I should be handling it differently or in case it comes up in the future way. I tend to recommend heading to HR less frequently than many people do, but you do need to keep them in the loop on anything that raises questions and accommodations or disability protections. And in this case, they should be able to help guide you or consult lawyers who can if they think that's needed. I think you're thinking, I'm his manager, so I have to figure out how to handle this. But this is outside of the typical management stuff that you should handle on your own. Yes. It is not a typical thing. I think... At Starbucks, they once made a comment that I wasn't wearing a dark enough t-shirt. 
<laughs> so you can see how I'm a little upset that this guy gets to roll around and blame it on the bid and I can't wear what I want to wear to work, you know? That's true. Um, All right. What, what advice would you give the manager? I am truly at a loss. Um, but I I just think you you need to find a very delicate way to bring it up. Um, I would Google bids and see. But again, I just I can't get over the like it's not affecting his work. And if he's not asking anything from you, I really don't think it's any of your business. It's none of our business, but people should know that he can walk. Why? That's all I'm saying. What do you mean, why? But why? Why does it matter? It's like, I Why does it... Yeah, why does it matter? So why should people not know that he can walk? Because it's clearly very personal. It's like, I, like your boss can't ask you about your sexuality or your personal life. If I was a boss, I would. <laughs> you would be fired very quickly. How would you get in that wheelchair? <laughs> Anyone who comes in the door. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I, th- I think it's totally fine that he's not disrupting or doing anything, but I think that people in the office should be aware that he is not a true paraplegic. Why? I mean, why can't that woman be black? If it's because not harming was, anyone because, or disrupting anyone. Because she was harming someone because she was doing the job. Mm-hmm. She was working for like an, an African-American. So if I just decided I want to be black but continue my life the exact same way, would you be okay with that? No. Oh, but if I was in a wheelchair, I'd be okay. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. In a way, as long as you weren't taking privileges from someone who really needed it. That's the issue, right? And that's why mm. it was an issue with her pretending to be black. She was she was not black and mm. she was doing the job meant for a black person. Okay. This guy, if, you know, like if he's not taking a parking spot from someone else mm-hmm. and if he's not i think just because he's not disrupting anyone with the thing that he's doing doesn't mean that it's okay no because he's not intending to harm anyone and he's, he's not, not in- but it could be un- unintentional consequences if the building catches on fire and someone's like drew can't walk down the stairs he's fucked and someone runs up to try and save him and drew comes walking out of the side door that is a valid point because i just think that I don't know. You're going to get in trouble for this. This might be the first time we get like angry emails or something because Uh, this is kind of touchy. I just think that what he's doing is fine in the grand scheme of things, but they should know that he can walk. That's it. That's all I'm saying. Okay. (laughs) So that's where I'm leaving it at. What are you leaving it at? Don't tell anyone that he can walk. I think maybe manager to employer or employee come like have a meeting with him and be like I came across this video is this you Mm -hmm. and then maybe see where the conversation goes from there but I don't think you call him out but I I think maybe try and bring it up in a very sensitive way send him that email with the the link to the the documentary (laughs) and then BCC the entire company so he won't see that anyone got the email but why does everybody else need to know right away and maybe and and maybe you know angle it in a way where you're like I just want to make sure that you're okay up here Mm -hmm. and and also you could be like I'm worried you're harming your body by not using it Mm -hmm. and all of this kind of stuff Um, don't call them out though and I don't think tell anyone right away I think you have to come up with a strategic plan and 
maybe he goes away for a bit and then comes back and can walk. Mm, I say if he wants to continue to do it, he should, but other people deserve to know. So I don't I, think it's anybody's business. So right. we agree to disagree on that. Agree to disagree on that. Cheers. All right. Now let's hear your follow up to this. I'm sure it'll be just as morbid and entertaining. So this twenty eight minutes, Jesus fuck. You <laughs> that was a good one though. That was a good one. And if we only do two tonight, then so be it. Mm. Um Well, I got another really good one. Okay. Um this website is called loveletters.boston.com. Dot Boston dot com? <laughs> um, you ever send a love letter to someone? Yeah, you have. Look at you. <laughs> no, I think it, all my love letters have been really tragic in the sense that I've only ever written them when breaking up with somebody. Mm, mine are all the <laughs> celebrities. <laughs> Reese Witherspoon and Laura Dern. God, yeah. Mm. Marry me, baby. Mm. Marry me, mama. (laughs) All right, let's Um, hear it. This one's called, He Sends Emojis to Other Women. So yes, you were right when you called out my um, letter topic. He sends emojis to other women. It's a hot topic. (sighs) Listen. I, I am. <laughs> oh my god. He sends a winky face to Jessica. Fucking grow up. I haven't even read it yet. And I already answered it. <laughs> Get over yourself, lady. I just think. Or man. I don't know who it's from yet. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's written by a guy named Gorian in Toronto. <gasps> okay. All right. I'm on the younger end of your readership. And my boy. Seven years old. I'm a baby. <laughs> Working emoji. <laughs> Can't wait. Just emojis. Um, and my boyfriend and I have been dating for two years now. Okay. What's so, the longest relationship you've ever been in? Six minutes. <laughs> for real. Almost made it seven minutes in heaven. Uh, uh, three and a half years? Three, oh, three to four wow, years. Something wow. like that. Big boy. I don't think I sent an emoji a single time. Because it was probably like... 1997 <laughs> you were in kindergarten i don't know how to wait <laughs> did the person say how old we are or just that they're on the younger end of the, the uh, younger end i'm gonna get i'm gonna i'm getting the sense they're like early 20s okay i can relate you can't i have been in my early 20s right, i'm sorry i keep forgetting that uh and for anyone listening i'm 40 in my, my mid 50, my mid 20s oh right mid 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 okay to um to be straightforward, he sends kiss emojis, hard eyes, and hearts to other women on social media. Mm-hmm. I honestly didn't care at first until a series of things happened. Number one, he cheated on me. <coughs> <laughs> Number two, he tried to cheat on me again with a girl he was friends with on social media. All because of my reaction to a guy's Snapchat. I think they're just called friends, not friends on social media. Number three. Okay. He's very handsome. So a lot of women. This is me. Well, a lot of women try to talk to him, and I think he gives them the wrong impression. Number four. His friends encourage him to flirt with other women. This guy sounds... Alpha as fuck. Awesome. Yeah. He sounds quality. Yeah. 
I didn't have a problem with his flirtations until it became more than that. And I told him that I now I now feel disrespected when he sends those messages. He brushed it off as it means nothing, that they're just emojis, but to the girls he's sending these messages to, it does mean something. He has gone behind my back, checking my phone and messages. This dude is fucked. He's been critical of my own messages to male friends and says that these friends are only trying to have sex with me. This dude has fucked. Yeah. These two sound like they are just killing it. Why does she care if she's sending emojis to girls that he's already fucked, though? Uh, yeah, I feel like she's really downplaying the cheating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really upplaying the, like, um, Snapchats. Mm, that's true. <laughs> Dude, that dog Snapchat filter. Oh, God damn. You like that? Yeah. I think I like Why? dogs. <laughs> little schnauzer. You love a lady. And she's the like, tramp. I am like, the tramp. <laughs> she's just like, ooh, Korean. Do girls send you, like, little dogs? Is that what Snapchat? you think flirting is in, with millennials? I am a millennial. Fuck you. Um, I'm just not very good at flirting. <laughs> um, all this podcast is, is just the two of us talking about how bad we are oh. at flirting. We're so fucked when we have a guest on. Oh, my God. I know. This is just, we're just warming up. Mm-hmm. Um, we're saving it all for tomorrow, right? Uh, I don't know what else to do, but surely I can't be wrong for feeling how I'm feeling. What should I do to get him to understand where I'm coming from? Our relationship is fine otherwise. Signed, hard eyes. Okay, girlfriend, real talk time. Your relationship is not fine. He's cheated on you. Like, right off the bat. Mm -hmm. That's the number one. Like, that. your relationship isn't fine because he cheated on you. And now he's not doing anything to try and regain your trust. Mm -hmm. Right? This guy's doing something right if this woman doesn't want to leave him. He's really handsome. He's hot AF. Hunk. He's a hunk. Mm. Irresistible. I don't want to leave him. He gets away with anything. I kind of think he's right. He's, What's happening? Oh my God. I don't care. Yeah. She just, she can do way better. I'm sure this guy is a piece of garbage. Mm-hmm. And she deserves to be treated like a queen. Maybe not a queen. Queens are smarter than she is. That's not necessarily true. You don't think that... The queen is smart? No, they didn't have to go to school. No, that this girl is dumb. Oh, I think this girl is um, misunderstood. Um, oh, that's what we'll call it. Okay. I think she's um, she's blinded by love. And when she's old like me, she'll go, oh, that was embarrassing. I was blinded by love once. Yeah. And I got food poisoning from Popeyes, but I still go back to it. So I kind of <laughs> get how she feels. Can't give it up, baby. Can't give it up. Uh, do we know what the columnist's name is? Uh, Meredith. Just plain old Meredith. Nice. I've never met a Meredith before, but I'm looking forward to meeting one. Meredith's are nice. You know a couple? Yeah, they never really like... Talk oh, to you. Oh, God, I'm gonna... I, I'm just really sticking my foot in it. Is that the saying? <laughs> you really don't know millennials, do you? Jeez. Sticking your foot in it? Is that like a Nova, Nova Scotia term? Maybe. Hmm. Um, I, I've, I've never, Merediths are very nice. They're nice. They're nice. Merediths are nice. What Merediths has fucking double timed you that you can't trust any of them anymore? No, no, I trust, I trust Merediths. I just don't remember them. All right. What, what does Meredith have to say? 
I can't speak to the fine part of your relationship because everything you described in this letter sounds like a deal breaker. Preach. Right? Deal breaker. For him or her? For her. He sucks. He sucks. If a girl did that to you... Wouldn't happen. Too smart. You? Mm. You. I can smell it on them. I feel like you are getting... You're going to cheat on me, aren't you? (laughs) I feel like you are like... The ideal candidate to be blinded by love. I think every girl cheats on me, so that's why I don't let it happen. Oh. <laughs> All right, Meredith, lean on me. Um, you don't trust your boyfriend and you feel disrespected frequently. You're trying to convince him that your feelings are valid, but why should you have to? On top of all of that, he doesn't trust you either. He checks your phone and objects to your friendships. For the record, that says more about his intentions than anything else. Are you comfortable with um, letting people see your phone if, like, you need something done with it or, like... Do you have a password on your phone? Only after an hour of not being used. You're lazy as fuck to not want to type in your password after a minute. Get a thumbprint reader, man. It takes too long. Um... It depends what they're doing and who it is. Do you have nudes on your phone? Nudes? Nude photographs? Naked photos. It, nudes is what millennials call naked photos. Oh, I thought you said news at first, like oh CNN. Oh my God, you're <laughs> so old! <laughs> Do I have nudes? Not currently. Okay. No, I'm very single. <laughs> After the uh, uh, Jennifer Lawrence Fishburne thing where like all her nudes were leaked? You're like, all right, not keeping them on my iPhone anymore. I just have no one to send nudes to. <laughs> you know that she wasn't even hacked? They just guessed her password. That's great. I think it was like one, two, three, whore. That's not true. <laughs> uh, no slut shaming on this show, please. No. no Unless it's a dude, then we can shame them all we want. Well, they deserve it. <sighs> um... Did you lose track of where you were in the email? No. Yeah. Now you're just fiddling with your nudes on your phone right now? Uh, yeah, I'm just going through all my hot nudes of myself. Do wow, you, I look great. Do you need me to vamp while you're finding it? No, no, I got it. I okay. got it. I got the hottest nude right here. Um, so for the record, that says something about his intentions. That says more about his intentions than anything else. In his mind, everyone is up to no good because that's all he knows. He assumes <laughs> the people in your life share his motives, but that's not necessarily true after all. Your four-point list about why you've lost trust can also be a guide to why you should break up with him. I'm glad she's saying this. I'm glad she's not trying to get her to revive this shitty relationship. Honestly, I feel like she's not even to break up with him. No, oh, there's no way. There's no way. They're still dating. She knows. She knows. She'll be like, oh, this advice columnist doesn't know what... She doesn't understand Greg like I do. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. He's so hot. He's... She- Handsome. He's a hunky hunkerson. Hunky hunker the f- hunker bunny. <laughs> Just can't get enough. Um, I understand it's been two years and that you'd like to make this better, but relationships without trust are no good for anyone. <sighs> two years. You it's and- a long time. <sighs> and he cheated on the second day of the relationship. Wow. That's the crazy part. She left that detail out. Mm. You and your boyfriend can't break the cycle of checking up on each other and assuming the worst. Relationships are supposed to be easier than this. Give yourself permission to walk away from this one. Meredith, have you ever had a... Cheated? Never. I I don't believe that you would cheat. No, I don't think you're that kind of guy, but... I'm not going to cut you off for the rest of the podcast. (laughs) I promise. (laughs) You're doing it. Um, Am I? 
have you ever been with someone and like gone like once I was with a guy and I went I pressed the button on his phone to check the time and that was it and he was in the like he was with me and he leapt and grabbed the phone out of my hand uh yeah definitely because i remember i think one time in high school uh i lent some on my phone and had porn open on it and i forgot to close it so that's mainly it really but never like, like a girl what do you mean like a girl like a girl you were with and like you were hiding something from her mm, i respect phones because i do think that phones are a bigger part of us um because it's something that you just have uh every single private conversation with you and your friends so it's tempting for people to want to look through that and you know i'm afraid of people because i have different conversations depending on who i'm with you know so i act one way with one friend and another way with another friend so i'm always either ashamed of what they'll see or worried you know just because this happened to me recently with a conversation with you someone read oh my god really yeah i told you someone i don't remember Someone read um, something I had written to you because I tell you pretty much everything mm-hmm. and about something that that person had done. And Great she, story, Robin. She didn't like it. Wow. <laughs> someone, uh, a, sh- a woman didn't like something I said. Shocker! <laughs> There's people in the hall outside being very loud. <laughs> um, but yeah, I do think that phones are private. Because uh, whenever someone's like, you know, uh, hey, do you mind like tossing my phone over, like blah blah blah, something with the phone? You know, I I get in, I get out, and that's yeah. it. You know, and I, I would never go through someone's phone, and if and if no, they led me so to suspect, rude. but it, even if they led me to suspect there was something on their phone, instead of going through it, I'd be like, you're wasting my time if you're being creepy. Mm-hmm. So here's what I think about. Uh, let's let's do our advice right now. Um, I think that. Emojis are sick. You send emojis all the time. I've gone into it recently because I just got an iPhone about six months ago. And before that, I had an Android. And I fucking hated it when people sent me emojis because they would just show up as those, like, squares. Because you're a square. It was symbolism. Exactly. If you have an, if you have an Android, you're a square. I'm going to count how many times you tapped your fucking microphone tonight. I know. It's because this is, like, in a different you in the position. Throat for every single time you've done it. I'm all thrown off. Normally, I'm way over there. <sighs> But you made me use the new mic. You so, made me. I think that um, hopefully she takes this as a as a sign that she shouldn't be so trustworthy of people. She should trust them. But when something so drastic like this happens over and over again, that the person isn't worth her time. If someone cheats on you, I think you should move on. I know people forgive and I know people forget. He but sounds like a dick. He sounds like a grade A fucking loser. Yeah. She can do better. This is coming from from me deep inside, all right? I think this guy's a jerk. Yeah. I think this lady's pretty cool. Yeah. I want to send her a kiss emoji. Aw. Yeah. That's nice. Any more uh, advice before we move on? No, I think you pretty much summed it up really beautifully. Mm. We should have ended it with that wheelchair one. That was bananas. That was your fault. You think people are going to not like me after that? Mm-mm. I don't think I said I anything think, wrong. No, I think I did, though. I can't remember, but I think I fucked up. We're not going to have any friends after this, so we'll be back where we are right now. You're literally my only friend, so cool. God, I have another one that I think is going to stir some shit up. Do it. All I right. feel controversial tonight, and it could be the two gins I've had, or it could just be the weather. It's another Carrie. Okay. Dear Carrie, 
I'm just gonna clear my throat real quick. Okay. <coughs> that was so over dramatic. You did not need to do that. I need some help with dealing with an issue between my formerly best friends from college who are married. Is this the one that's bananas? That's gonna stir shit up? I'm <laughs> smiling over here. While I was staying at their house over my birthday weekend, we were discussing a person's photo on Facebook. The question came up, was it appropriate to ask if someone who was not present was a lesbian based upon that person's photo? Oh my god. In my mind, this was an innocent question. It could have been answered in a myriad of ways. But I apparently offended Andrea. She is a bisexual woman who came out slash realized she was bisexual after she was married. It is her contention that someone's sexual preference isn't public knowledge and that it is offensive to even ask someone if they are gay slash lesbian slash bi slash trans, etc. This blew my mind. In my personal experience, they are the more open and affirming one is to a gay person, the more open and comfortable that person feels, thus enhancing the conversation slash experience. Our debate slowly went downhill to the point where I was told I was being an effing D-bag and she walked out of the room. An effing D-bag. Effing D-bag. I, I love, I love, 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 love that this person asked whether or not someone was a lesbian in a photo and she just can't say the word fucking douchebag. <laughs> she called me an effing D-bag. This, this girl, she's just so, ooh, I just want to give her a hug. I don't know why. Effing D-bag. She's an ignorant piece of poo. <gasps> As I have been on the receiving end of verbal abuse my whole life, I have not spoken <laughs> to her since. Oh, Jesus Christ. Although I did meet up with Kevin for a round of beers after a UCLA football game. Kevin just came out of nowhere, so I assume that may have been uh, Andrea's ex-fiance? Ex-spouse? Ex-husband? Is fiance the same for both uh, bride and groom? Yeah. You're each other's fiancés. You're fiancéed. But there's no, like, uh, male and female version, like fiancer and fiancé? No. Man, I got a lot to learn about marriage. You do. There's brochures? The fuck? <laughs> uh, oh, my God. That, a lot of noise. <laughs> mm, I think D-bag. <laughs> The crux of the argument was that Andrea somehow had more legitimate life experiences with gay rights slash struggles than I did, and thus her opinion was the only correct one. She Mm -hmm. downplayed my lifetime's worth of experience with gay and lesbian individuals, insinuating that I am not well-versed on the issue simply because my uncle and three of my cousins are gay. (laughs) (laughs) I told you it's a good one! Oh, uh, there's no winners in this one. I'm literally crying. So now for the advice. What do I do? This happened at the end of July, and the only communication from her was a Facebook post citing the new season of Sherlock, to which I did not reply. <laughs> you know, there's a fan theory that Sherlock's gay. How? Yeah, man. <laughs> How old is this person? Kevin is as active as ever as my friend, but my relationship with Andrea has been... Andrea, Andrea, I'm sorry if you have that name, better luck next time, had been a wonderful two-way street of understanding what an abusive household could do to a person. Everyone's just throwing all of their vices into the mix. Oh, my God. 
In losing her as a friend, I am losing the only, the one person I always called whenever my life seemed to be sliding downhill. This is clearly not the first time she's been an effing D-bag to Andrea. I like, like Andrea is just like up to here with it. Like she, she's like, you know what? Last fucking straw, girlfriend. Like it's over. The straw that broke the camel's back. Exactly. Which is the bullshit because the straws don't weigh that much. I don't know if you know that, but they're freaking light. It's a lot of straws, huh? A I guess lot. It, yeah, I guess if you have as many as you can hold and you put one more, it breaks the Oh, that's where it comes from. Okay. <laughs> but I am still horrifically offended that she has not attempted a real apology, even if she feels she doesn't truly owe one. I can live with well, we just well, we just agree to disagree and that doesn't make either of us D bags. Which is kinda what I feel like <laughs> you and I do. Because I feel like we do disagree on some things where it could be taken to this extent where we aren't friends anymore. Really? Yeah. Like what? Like, I think you're really stupid. <laughs> I can live with, well, we just agree to disagree and that doesn't make either of us D-bags. But that doesn't seem to be forthcoming. What's my next step? Find new friends to fill the void or go back with my tail between my legs? Sincerely, bummed and confused. Like, dazed and confused. She is so... So when you say she, let's break this down. The woman who wrote this thing... Yes. ...is so ignorant. Of? It's of everything. Like... Do you side with um, the former best friend? I just think for... a Assuming people are reasonable, which I mean is assuming a lot. If the... If Andrea is reacting this way i don't think it's the first mm-hmm. fuck up of this woman mm-hmm. i don't think it's the first time she put her foot in her mouth and so i just think she's like so dumb and mm-hmm. so she's just she's not very woke you know mm-hmm. and i think that's a millennial phrase good job robin thank you yeah, I just feel like she's an idiot and she so probably is an effing D-bag, let's but, go, let's but go, not intentionally. Let's go through this bit by bit. Okay. Was she wrong in asking if this person was a lesbian based on the photo she had on Facebook? If you are in a close group of friends mm-hmm. and you ask it in a genuine way. Let me give you two versions of how she may have said it. Okay. Uh, oh, is she a lesbian? Or mm-hmm. is she a lesbian? Right, which I feel like it's definitely Def- the latter. Yeah. Yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure, for sure. Because I can imagine... It was uh, with a judgmental tone in mm-hmm. front of her friend who probably struggled to come out and it was like a big thing. After her marriage, Yeah, dude, it was probably insane. like late in life. And oh my God. It was probably a really lot. sensitive. And maybe, she, you know, this woman claims that Andrea is her go-to, her number one. Her best friend. Her best friend. Former. And so maybe when this woman came out of the closet, Andrea was not there for her. And maybe it's a one-way friendship. Mm, I see. Because maybe see. she couldn't like wrap her mind around it, and she was like, "Oh, okay, that's fine." Instead of being like, "Hey, let's, you know, like, do you need anything? What can I do to be supportive?" I think that you? maybe her asking if the person in the Facebook picture was a lesbian was uh, kind of triggered the best friend because she maybe never um, was there for her during this confused phase she had post marriage, where now she's like, "Oh." 
now you care if someone's a lesbian or like now you really give a shit that someone on Facebook like I went through this and you or weren't there for like, me. Or if it's like it's again like in the first question, it's none of your business. Why does it matter? Let me spin this another way. Okay. It's a picture of a person in a wheelchair. She says, "Is that person paraplegic?" <laughs> what then, Robin? That doesn't relate. No. No, because it's pretty that's, obvious. Yeah, that's that the thing. He's not is paraplegic. That... He just likes. To, <laughs> he has bid. He is bid. He's you know, a big boy. Maybe we should donate to bids. A bid cause. This podcast is sponsored by bids. Don't even get. You're gonna get the people riled up again. We've just calmed them down. Um. So before we read the rest of the advice. Or the rest of the, we so the, advice is, the advice. We haven't read the advice yet. Okay. Um, what advice would you give this woman? Um, check yourself and get educated and be a bit more sensitive. Be serious for once in your life. I am being serious. I'm being very serious. I'm saying, like. Because I doubt either of them apologized, right? No. And like maybe her friend is being hypersensitive. Sure. But mm. hypersensitivity is always. There's usually a reason for it. Yeah, it's usually the straw that broke the camel's back. <laughs> usually. And so I feel like she needs to stop making herself out to be some sort of like victim. friendless victim. Yeah. If you have no friends and you've lost them over the years, it's probably because you're an effing D-bag. Mm-hmm. Hey, excuse me. She's been verbally abused her whole life. Her whole life. How could you say that? Okay. Well, you know what? Deal with it. She needs to chill. Everyone needs to chill. And mm-hmm. I mean that in a general term. We mm-hmm. all just need to chill. Yeah. We all need to just... Chill. <sighs> Take a breath. All right. Chill. All right, I'm chilled. Okay. Read the advice. Dear Bummed and Confused. Oh, boy. The friendship is important to you. You argued and it got out of hand. It went beyond debate. It became a fight. You hurt each other. Now it's time to make up. Ooh. You don't have to get back with your tail between your legs. You can go back with your... I'm going to clear my voice real quick. No. (laughs) Oh my God, that hurt. You can go back with your head held high because you're doing the right thing. You're preserving a valuable friendship. Neither one of you has to be right or wrong about this. The important thing is that you both have strong feelings and you both are sensitive and hurtful things got said and now it's time to mend the friendship. Hurtful things by who? By her. She said hurtful things. Um, oh no, the effing the writer, <laughs> the person who wrote in. They're both just effing d bags. I don't know. Listen, she made a post about Sherlock. Okay, she's a nerd. She knows how to nerd solve lock? problems. <laughs> Elementary. <laughs> I would beg of you: put aside your need for acknowledgement, your desire to be heard, your belief that your position is right, and your need to for apology. Let it go. Just make up. Be her friend again. Do whatever it takes. Have you ever been right, but you put it aside to fix something? I'm so rarely right. <laughs> I'm so rarely wrong. <laughs> no, uh, maybe. I've had those situations prominent. where uh, I just avoid the whole conflict just because it's... Uh, you're, you're very unconfrontational. Well, what did you say to me? <laughs> Uh, this actually happened recently. Um, I was at work the other day and we were filming in like a public area and we're shooting this mobility scooter commercial and uh, we stepped literally like one or two feet onto this person's lawn and 
he started yelling at us. He started threatening to call the police. Wow. Uh, he told us that he was concerned because there's a school nearby and he sees a group of people carrying things. And he's he saw your worried. mustache. He saw my mustache. And I could have done the thing where I argued, you know, sidewalks are public property. Uh, you're legally allowed to shoot towards a person's house. And that's why curtains are required if you want to have privacy in your home. But I just said, you know what? We're going to go. I'm sorry. We'll move on. You know, I've had situations where I could be in the right, but it's just a whole thing. Do you remember the time we were at a bar and did the middle of my story interrupt the beginning of yours? Yeah, it did. This because yours was boring um, and you were trying to was sound this like that wide a, open. No, it was at um, Comedy Bar mm. and I had just done a show and you came to see me and then this we were standing talking <laughs> <laughs> and this guy started yelling at you because he couldn't see past you to see the hockey game and instead of just fucking moving out of the way mm-hmm. you turned around and you what did you you said something so rude to him and i fully thought he was going to punch you i said if you want us if you want to watch the game on tv there's empty seats right in front of the tv yeah that's what you said and i <laughs> was like, Gorin, let's go. The dude was 60. He's not going to fucking throw a fist at me. He totally was the kind of guy. He'd be like a subpar face massage if he tried to hit me. (laughs) I was a little worried, but... For the old man, because I would have fucking knocked him into yesteryear. Except I know you, and I knew you were going to get your ass kicked. I get into fights all the time. No, you don't. With me, it's not the same. What I'm saying is there are some things where it's better just to avoid conflict and just let it go. Just be the bigger man or woman and just let it go, okay? Because some fights aren't worth fighting. Cause some Especially people... when you are the more, like, she needs to just be like, you know what? I was wrong. I wasn't being sensitive. That is the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just so annoying for, like, straight white people to be like, why are people mean to me? Like I need you, to know everything about everyone all the time. You're just being a dick. Mm-hmm. Being an effing D-bag. Yeah, an effing D-bag. Can that be the name of this episode? Effing D-bag? Yeah. Oh, my God. <sighs> Unless the next question's even wilder. Maybe it is. 58 minutes? We're getting longer here. And this is yeah. only two questions. Holy cannoli. Three. Three, three. three. Right. Because yours are quick and easy and mine are long and interesting. Um, before we read the rest of the reply, um, we make mistakes and she should apologize that she said that. Yeah. It's her best friend. Like, do you honestly want to put up that much of an argument to ruin a friendship versus just letting it go? Yeah, I think she's being stupid. I think, you know... And she needs, how does she not realize that she's being insensitive? Mm-hmm. That's the thing, too, where it's like. As soon as the, I say anything insensitive, I know. Yeah, because, you know, you, you stop and you're like, oh, fuck, I shouldn't have said that. You know, we see I, many times in the podcast, I feel like, oh, God, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> Three times today. Once, twice, three times. Insensitive. I'm insensitive. Um, let's finish up this one. Let's do it. As to the question of what is proper to ask or assume about others, people may be hurt by things that you don't think are that big of a deal. They may be hurt by things that you think they shouldn't be hurt by, but you've got to take people as they are. Otherwise, if you are arguing with a person and you are saying things to that person that that person doesn't like, and you keep doing it because you don't think these things should bother that person, then you are, in essence, denying that person's personhood. 
Wow, that cannot be the real answer. <laughs> is that the real thing she wrote? Carrie. Is that really God. what she wrote? He wrote. He wrote? Can you reread? Can, don't assume that Carrie's this woman. How dare I? Can Otherwise, you reread that? If you are arguing with a person, person and you are saying things to that person, person that that person doesn't like. Person doesn't like. If I'm arguing with you and I'm saying things that you don't like and I keep doing it because I don't think these things should bother that person. Person. I'm denying you of that personhood. Person. So if I'm saying things to you that I. There's got to be a better way to word that sentence. If I'm offending you. As an amateur wordsmith. And I don't think that you should be offended. Yeah. I'm denying you your personhood. Yeah. Because it's the thing where you're allowed to be offended. Yeah. But you have to understand that being offended is just a, a process of being a person. Right? Because you can't hide from but words and when feelings and such. But when it's your closest friend, like mm. if you were to say something. You're not my closest friend. Let's just get that off the bat. Let's be clear. I am absolutely your closest friend. <laughs> um, if you, if I were to, okay, if you were to say something that were to clearly <coughs> offend me. Mm-hmm. And I kept. Which miraculously you've never done. Mm. Um. You, I know, you would know right away that you've done it because you have intuition and you, you know me. I think this question is similar to the last question in the sense that these two people that wrote in are blind to the truth almost where how can you not notice you're being cheated on and this person's bad for you? And how can you not notice that you're being so insensitive to this person? You know, it's the same thing where it's like, yeah, you know, like, oh, like, why are you offended by this? You're allowed to be offended, but and I can keep saying this stuff, but that's why we wouldn't become friends anymore. Where if I wanted to be friends with you still, I would stop saying these offensive things towards you because I understand that you are a personhood who gets a, who, who is offended by this. And I just won't bring it up anymore. You know, it's a miracle that we're friends. It's a miracle that these people function in real life. It's true. This woman's just... <laughs> yeah, they're really dumb. People are dumb. And... and We are explaining to people who are listening right now about why it's a shitty thing to hurt people's feelings. And I guarantee you, anyone who's gotten this far into our podcast is like, they know. Yeah, they're like, no shit, idiots. Yeah, they're like, like this is going on for way too long. And we apologize. But it's a Friday one, so... That's true. So we're... Having fun. Our Saturday afternoon ones are completely different vibe than our like Friday night or Saturday night. I mean, one. we'll see. We'll see tomorrow with Danita. You are proceeding on the premise that the person shouldn't be that way, but she is that way. Thus, you can inflict deep hurt. I think this happened in your fight with your friend, both ways. Each of you hurt the other because you were, in essence, of denying the other's personhood. Oh, <sighs> again with that term. It's not real. One thing writing this column has taught me. <laughs> Let's make this about yourself. As a columnist, as a mother, you ever have those people in school? Yeah. Jesus Christ. The variety of people is staggering. Staggering. Oh, my God. Boo-boo. As is the distance between the reality and appearance. So when you presume to know, you run the risk of appearing foolish. Sometimes it is helpful when writing to know gender or nationality because it makes it easier to imagine that person in context. But even the things we know, even the things, even the things we think we know about a person, such as that person is gay or that person is bisexual, are really only vague and gross categories. And within them is a dazzling range of personal psych 
sidekick and emotional reality. Yeah, it's true. Why does it fucking matter? Why does anybody care? Probably because it's just like a big movement right now and people think that's like the defining factor of a person. But isn't the big movement right now that like it doesn't fucking matter that we're all just like fluid beautiful creatures not to this dumb bitch that yeah she's like get more woke yo (laughs) (laughs) i'm over it yeah moving on we're almost done one more paragraph oh my a paragraph jesus christ so i suggest you err on the side of caution humility and circumception we're past erring on like she's fucked it already Mm mm-hmm that way, you will be less likely to unintentionally hurt someone's feelings. Answers to your questions will emerge naturally in the course of friendship, if you maintain that friendship long enough to come to deeper understanding. Dope. Hella dope. Um, yeah, she, yeah, you're a, you're a big old dummy. Final advice, what would you, uh, what would you tell her to do? Go uh, back to school. Okay, be fucking real! God, mm. give a... It's an okay. advice podcast. Okay. Uh, go back to school. Be real. Okay. I'm what real. What would you tell her? What would you tell her? I would say, dear writer, mm-hmm. you're pretty insensitive to your friend who has gone through a lot. And I have a feeling that if she reacted this way, you probably weren't there for her as much as you should have been. Mm -hmm. And I think you claiming to be the victim in this situation and being this sad, mopey, friendless... Cunt? Cunt. Mm, Thank you. um, Is just... You're a little misinformed. Mm -hmm. And I think you need to do better. Mm -hmm. And I think you need to read up on some... Gay rights literature. She doesn't have to do that. Well, she could try. You don't have to read to be better. Go Just hang out in your la- local gay neighborhood. And most people there are willing to talk and, and help pe- educate people on how to be more woke. And just like chill the fuck out because it's not all about you, bitch. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'd say... Um, the same thing. No, very different, actually. Okay. You're going to offend people. Instead of going to, what'd you say, uh, read... Read literature. R- read gay literature. Yeah. Talk to your friend. Apologize to her. Say, hey, listen, I'm sorry I acted this way. Um, it was not foolish, but irresponsible. Insensitive. It was insensitive. Thank you. It was insensitive that uh, that was the first thing that came to my head when I saw this picture. Uh I didn't understand how uh, insensitive it was when I said it in the moment. I apologize. I want to get better. Let's look at some literature together. And I feel like it's one of those situations where both parties are waiting for the other person to say sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. Um, I think she needs to be the bigger woman and just say, I was wrong. I'm sorry. And, and her friend, her friend could afford to probably be a bit more um, patient and a- attempt yeah. to be the one to educate her friend. Because we don't know outside of what we've read, so it does seem like it's a big reaction to it. Which makes me feel like, for me to react that big, it would need to be a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, people aren't always quite so logical, I guess. The last bit of advice would be skip the last season of Sherlock. It wasn't very good. <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch has done better. Mm-hmm. 
Give me one more. All right. What are we Ready? at? Hour five. Um, is it good? Because I feel like my questions today were bangers. Your questions were bangers. Bangers and smash, bro. Yeah, totally. Honestly, and if this next one isn't good, uh, I don't know what I'm going to do. And I'm feeling self-conscious because I really don't think it is. How much time do you spend today looking at these freaking I did it last columns? night. and 16 I, hours over here. And it <laughs> Okay. Um... Basically, I swear, okay, we're going to get a jar, and every time it's a cheating question, we're going to put $62 in the jar. Cause Shit, because it was a little bit. Should I find a different one? Are you fucking kidding me right now, Robin? These are, because I was really hooked on this. Oh, this is a good one. Okay, okay. never mind. Because I right. just feel like you, something people need to know about you that I'm, I'm going to share. No. But I like to use a wheelchair. Gorian tends to be a hit among older women. Remember that lady who like... Oh, the short lady at Starbucks? No, but then there was that lady who you like were walking down the street and she like invited you into her home. You know, she was really nice. She was really nice. (laughs) Gorian is totally like an excellent candidate for kidnapping because like a middle-aged woman would come up to him and be like, can I feed you? And he'd be like, sure. And he'd just like go into her house, which fucking happened. Let me set the story straight. You met her son who was your age. This woman on my street was getting rid of some books and I was thumbing through them and she said, Hey, I'm, I was going to move, so I brought a bunch of stuff to the garage, but now I'm not moving, but I still want to get rid of it. Would you like some stuff? And I said, yeah, for sure. Uh, like, let me see. So I went in the garage, got a sweet-ass crock pot from her, and she was like, oh, like, I, I'm still moving some stuff. And I'm like, you need any help? I mean, like, I'm not doing anything today. So I ended up spending, like, three Cougar hours bait. with her. Cougar bait. Helping three her move her stuff. She's a son my age. Uh, I ended up meeting him a little bit. We talked. She totally wanted to bone down on you. She had a great house. She lives down the street from here. I'll email her after the podcast because <laughs> I, I, I kept up with her a little bit. And we were supposed to get coffee, but winter happened. So whatever. Is this a real part of the story? Yeah, yeah. I, I, have, her, I have her information. Yeah. Oh my god. Just read the friggin' question, bro. Brian. We need to end on a good note so that people think we're good people. People know we're good people. They know. They just <sighs> Gorian's also prime fucking cougar bait and it's great. So this one's called Am I a long term boy toy? Yes. Me? Am I a long term boy toy? Um I'm a mi- Wait, is this written by a man? Yeah. Oh it I is. am all for it then. Yeah. It starts I'm a man. In my late 20s. So he's probably my age. (laughs) What did he say, late 40s? (laughs) (laughs) And I met someone 10 years older last year. So that would make them late 30s. At first, I didn't think much of it because we met on an app. Ooh. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I met on an app? Just say what app it is. Is there a cougar app? Oh, my God. Is there? You would be... Oh, my God. Gorian, uh, with your sweet little olive-skinned baby face. Oh, my God. I've had the National Geographic app for six weeks, and I haven't gotten fucked yet. <laughs> oh, my God. We are getting you banged tonight. <laughs> if you can't hear, Gorian is vaping the shit out of that thing over there. Um... We began to hang out more and more, but she was still living with her cheating husband at the time. Stop Ugh. it. I'd never cheat on her. This is, I'm aroused just by hearing this. I'm Gorian. 
She ended up moving out last fall. Her ex has moved out of state, but she has not filed for divorce yet. I truly love her. And we get along well and enjoy the same things. God, I hope so if you love her. I've had this thought before where, what if I met a woman? I'm 23. Okay. Say I met a woman that was 33. Okay. And I fucking love this girl, you know. I, woman. Mama. <laughs> but like when I'm 33, she's 44. And get this. I'm 44? I don't know. 55? What was it? 54. 54. Yeah. Too old for me. No. You know what I think would happen? I think I would... I'm into cougars, and then when I become a cougar myself, uh, you know, I, I then I start banging the younger people. I think, Gorian, you need to find yourself an older woman. I think you can't... Like, you have to. You need someone to take care of you, is what I'm saying. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I need a... You need a mama. mama. You need a mama. Um, uh, okay. Um, I truly love her and we get along well and enjoy the same things. But I just have a gut feeling that she isn't that interested. Oh, sweet baby. This poor boy. That's yeah, gorgeous. Aww. Gorgeous, gorgeous. I've met her closest friends. She lives with a few of them now. My God, her life is going backwards. Holy shit. I thought I, my life was going backwards. He was on the view. <laughs> yeah. We hang regularly. Regularly is in quotation marks, but hang isn't. And I find that wrong. We hang regularly. I saw a headline today that said, man was mauled to death by a bear while, quotes, taking a selfie with a bear. (laughs) Where I feel like the word selfie should be in quotes and not the whole sentence. Taking a selfie. Just taking a selfie with a bear, not taking a selfie with a bear. You're wrong. It should be the whole thing. I wish that bear was a cougar. So we hang regularly, as in two to three times per week. But ever since she moved in with friends, she barely tries to see me, and only at her convenience. I just gotta say, I want to hang out with these ladies. Who are these older women? I guess they're not that old. They're like 33, so they're like six years older than me. What's that uh, chick from uh, Friends? Which one? There's three of them. The good-looking one. Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, that one. Courtney Cox. Yeah, she's in Cougar Town. Yeah, yeah. And she is a hooga <laughs> on that show, baby. God ah. damn. God, I just want to meet her friends. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like those women are great time to hang out with. I bet the Pinot gets just Greased. flowing. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um... I will admit I'm a very needy person. Is this you? Did you write this? I mean... You did. Oh. Don't spoil it. I have learned that the hard... I've learned that the hard way in the past. She's a very independent woman, which I admire. But at what point is there a compromise? I'm not asking to go out and party on a weeknight, but even just cook dinner and hang out? Oh, my God. This guy's in love. So cute. Wow. So cute. Oh my God. Also, I get bothered that she still hangs with an ex who lives in town, but she claims he's like a big brother to me. <laughs> you can fuck your big brother, guys. Just letting you know. Have you fucked your big brother? He's unfuckable. <laughs> he messaged me the other day being like, why are you talking shit about me on the podcast? <laughs> my mom messaged me and said, I saw a picture you posted of Gorian. He should shave. 
his mustache. <laughs> you should change your attitude, Robin's mom. <laughs> she was like, he would look so cute if he didn't have a mustache. <laughs> would Robin's mom be into it? Is the question. Man. Hey there, mama. <laughs> it was funny. Um. Sorry, Steph. Uh, should I be bothered by her actions or am I overreacting? I respect space and time alone, being an introvert myself, but she's a social butterfly. Don't you love that introverts just slip in that they're introverts all the fucking time and like, everything? Oh, like to to oh, yeah, by the way, I'm an introvert. Like, we, what an introvert thing of you to say. <laughs> Jeez. I just feel like he needs to give this lady space because she's just coming out of a shitty relationship and she's probably flailing. As someone who has recently flailed, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> done some questionable things, she needs time and space because she had her whole world turned upside down. Her husband cheated on her. Mm-hmm. She probably thought they were going to be together forever. Her mm. heart is probably shattered into 3,000 million pieces. Okay, it's a fucking relationship. Don't get so no, egregious. Listen, I was never the kind of person to be like, it would ruin you. But sometimes it ruins you. And this woman needs... To get ruined. She <laughs> she needs to hang out with her ladies and have some Pinot on a Tuesday. And have some penis. For a week, for a, week uh, for a year, at least. And then Get she'll back be ready. into dating. But he wants to commit. He's like, this is my wife. And she's like, hell no, I can't do this right now. My wife. My wife. My wife. You know, this is my wife. And she is not having any of it. Let me uh, throw a speedball at you. Okay. Um, do you think that someone can have a healthy relationship if they're... 10 years older than the other person? Yes. Name three popular examples. Can't name three, can you? But like, who? Like you mean celebrities? Do you know anyone that in your personal life where they're dating someone significantly older? Not by 10 years, no. I feel like the cutoff in the sense is like, when you're 30, you can date someone who's 40. Fine, whatever. But in your twenties, you can't date. But fuck no, dude. A twenty, you like you couldn't date a thirty-three-year-old and have it be healthy. Isn't there? I think it's like How I Met Your Mother or some show where they're dating someone. Uh, oh god, I think it was Peep Show. Uh, there's a thirty-year-old dating a forty-year-old, and they just can't keep up with their partying habits, right? Like they just want right. to keep go, 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 go. And these old people are like, I just want to fucking be boring and settle down. Yeah. So I feel, in the sense that when you're in your prime, aka twenty to thirty, it's harder to date someone who's older than you versus when you're thirty and established. But he doesn't want to party. He wants to like cook dinner with her, and what she a, wants to what party. A fucking beta. Oh my god. I feel like this is this not you though? Hell no. No, you don't want to like cook dinner with a lady that you like. Unless it's the next morning and that Hello. dinner is breakfast. Hello. And that breakfast is mimosas. <laughs> Have we gone to the the advice? No. no. Have we finished the question? No. <gasps> Should I be bothered by her actions or am I overreacting? I respect space and time alone, being an introvert myself, but she's a social butterfly. What's keeping her with me at oh, what's keeping her with me at her age? Why do I have some nagging feeling that I've just become a long-term boy toy? I understand that she's going through a lot and I respect that, but at what point do I throw in the towel because she doesn't seem to care? Signed, the confused guy. 
one word confused guy Con- the confused guy so hmm how this introvert land this cougar the app what app the probably tinder hmm true so here's my advice um this guy should understand it's never gonna happen it will never happen it'll never be this guy could date someone his own age and they'll break up the next year why because that shit happens when you're young right Mm. versus let alone a woman who's much more mature much more established than he is but she's the one that's like flailing. I think he wants to settle down. Yeah, because if I was okay, so if I was forty and I was like fucking some twenty year old, I wouldn't want to settle down. She's not forty though. She's thirty. He said he's in his early twenties. Might as well he's be 40. ten years older than her. So like, or she's ten years older than him. So like, if he's twenty four, she's thirty four. Mm-hmm. Which is still a big gap, brah. Bruh. I think that he should understand that it's live in the moment. It's fun. It's happening. Go out and have fun while this is happening. It's definitely to you. not going to last. There's just so no. much baggage at that age. So much, and she obviously doesn't want to be in a committed thing with someone that's so much younger. She's definitely still totally in love with her husband. You, you take ten more years off. She this hasn't guy filed is for. She hasn't filed for divorce yet. He lives a state away. What's the point? I haven't paid my fucking internet bill in three weeks yet. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. That's cute. Yeah. What advice columns is from? This is the same, the loveletters.boston.com. Boston. <laughs> oh, uh, I fucking love, um, oh my God. The Who plays um, Jack's ex-wife on 30 Rock? The redhead? Oh, uh, oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Julianne Moore. Oh my God. Yes, her in that is so uh, good. With the fucking Boston accent? That sounds like Holy really shit. Freaking cream my jeans in that moment, man. <laughs> Holy shit. Gross. Beautiful. Read me the uh, reply. She probably cares. What? (laughs) In fact, it's possible she cares a lot. Oh my God. So wrong. Holy shit. We have never gotten something so inaccurate. But it doesn't sound like she's ready to see anyone more than three times a week. That's specific. Three times a week is a lot. It's so often. I Although even, I see you about four times a week these days. I don't days. eat breakfast three times a week. That's true, you don't. I haven't eaten breakfast this week. <laughs> this woman does not seem to enjoy a boyfriend, but it sounds like you're looking for a life partner. What? This woman, oh, this woman does seem to enjoy having a boyfriend, but it sounds like you're looking for a life partner. Mm-hmm. If there's anything malicious going on here, even if she sees you as much more than a long-term boy toy. God, that's a great term. I fucking love to be someone's boy toy. I know, and you would really thrive as a boy toy. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, You're allowed to feel unsatisfied, and you should tell her you're ready for more. If she can't get enthusiastic about extra dinners and including you in more parts of her life, please walk away. It All it means is that this isn't a good match. Maybe she's never been the kind of person who wants a lot of romantic company. You need to be with someone who doesn't make you feel needy. That's the fucking gospel truth. You need to be with someone who doesn't make you feel needy. Yeah, that's like we should all get that tattooed on our arms. That's really good advice. That is really that's good actually advice. <laughs> really good advice. Wow. I just had an awakening. That 
because think about it, right? Like, I am thinking about the it. Whole believe point me. of it is that you should need someone as much as they need you in, in, in like equal terms. You should never feel needy, and so like every time you feel like you need to double text someone, mm. you should go. You know what? Fuck it. This is not right. Yeah. You yeah. should never double text. You should never have to double text. I've sent sixty-four texts to one girl, and she still hasn't replied. Yeah, I. It's is it you. me? <laughs> <laughs> um, I definitely don't make you feel needy. <laughs> no. When you talk about this, don't bring up the big brother X. He's not the issue. And you need to make sure your intentions and hopes for the relationship are very clear. Is it the end? That's the end. It's Meredith. <gasps> Meredith. I honestly feel like I would like this guy and Meredith to go out on a date. Is that weird to think about? Mm. I'm thinking about it. I kind of want to date Meredith. Do you? She's that Boston accent. Fuck yeah. She might have a Boston accent. Heck yeah, dude. It's kind of like working class, like uh. blue collar, like from Boston. You know, park the car in the Harvard Yard. Boston. Boston. All right, what's your advice? I think he needs to like back away from this girl. I think he has a lot of feelings, which is tricky. Um, Reality check. I think he needs to... You're young, dumb, and full of coming-of-age opportunities. Full and of come. come. <laughs> but come on. There's no way that you're fucking 20-whatever and dating someone who's 30-whatever and it's going to work out. There's no way. That's it's not, a flame. That's not true, but like... It's true. Had she not be... Like, if she... <laughs> it's fucking true. Get out of here. No. Yeah. But if she wasn't had like just coming out of a, a long term marriage where she was just like totally blindsided by cheating, mm-hmm. then maybe like I imagine myself being just perpetually single for the next six years. So role some... reversal. It's a fucking thirty five year old guy dating a twenty five year old. Are you okay with that? Yeah. No, you're not. I am. Get the fuck out of here. I don't know. No, I've not. I've you been call around him the block. Scummy. Even he's taking advantage of her. If he was married. With. A, a spouse that stayed but away if, with no divorce? No, that would be different, especially if he'd been cheated on. What if he was in a wheelchair? <laughs> I'd be like, but do you have bid? Need it. Do you have bid? <laughs> do you have bid? <laughs> no judgment, but do you have bid? Honestly, do you have bid? Like, ah, God, I want to get back to that question. I know, that question was... Holy shit. Legitimate. I don't use this term lightly or at all, but it was bananas. How long has this been going on? I just saw it's 10 o'clock. 129. It's 10 o'clock? We were supposed to be at Tommy's at 10. <laughs> uh, where can you find us? You can find us on Instagram at uh, Bad Vice Podcast. You can find us on our website at badvicepodcast.ca. iTunes. And iTunes. Google Play. Google Play. Podbean. <laughs> You can find each of us on Instagram if you ever wanted to see that. I'm Gorgeous Valetic. I'm Robin Eheb. Uh, we need five episodes to apply for Spotify. So, so this is it. This is it. So then we'll apply and we'll be on Spotify and then you guys can stop bugging us about where to find us. That one fucking reader, <laughs> listener. God damn it. Hey, we got our first email. Did you know that? Yeah, just... my my dick's ten times bigger now because of that spam email we got. No, we we got a real email. Someone, Who's it from? Um, a former coworker of ours. Andrea? No, it was Jonathan. Your <laughs> is this enough to like attach onto the end of the podcast, or is this gonna be a thing? 
What's the email? Does he want advice? It, um, he just basically wanted to um, say hi and to tell us that since we were talking about how we text so much that we like our phones get filled up and he mm. was wondering why he doesn't get any texts from us. So mm. this is a shout out to Jonathan. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Jono. You guys had a beautiful dynamic. And we did. And yeah. we have a beautiful dynamic with our listeners. This is my first um, really uh, realized I wanted to be your pal was when you. I saw you with Jonathan. So Thank you. Um, before we sign off. Yeah. Genuine curiosity. Okay. Let us know about the first question because I am so curious about what. Yeah, and and there's and no right or wrong answer. So honestly, there is no. And please let us know. And genuinely sorry if we said anything questionable tonight, but it is a touchy, weird. We're not bad people until you get to know this us. This is just bad advice. This so is bad advice. We're not bad people, just bad advice. High five. I'm not gonna slap your hand. High five me. This is Gorian Valetic signing off. Love you, Gorian. Mm. Play the outro music! <laughs>